The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Legit Bat, uh, a live show. If you're only listening on audio, we also live stream now lately to uh, Rockfin. It's under the premium because it's ad free. So if you hate the ads, you can go do that or you could not whatever you want. But I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben's here. Lenny's here. And we're joined tonight by CP Media, who will go by CP for the remainder of this because he is incognitus and nobody knows his real name. <laughs> I, I do, but I'm not going to, uh, I'm never going to say it once. And if I do, I will bleep it up. Before we get going, though, we have a special birthday girl in the house. It's Jen's birthday today. What is that? I mean, tomorrow. Happy birthday. It's close enough. By the time everybody hears it, it'll be tomorrow. 32. Happy right. birthday, dear Zalman. 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 That's Biden singing happy birthday and he can't remember names. <laughs> I added add a laugh track button in there so that um, when nobody laughs, I can still have laughter. I got haha. Yeah. Anyway, dude, CP, what is up? Uh, tell us about yourself and what you do over at CP Cinema. Uh, basically, I'm a filmmaker. I do uh, films, movies, commercials, short videos, that type of thing. And uh, lately, I've been wanting to dive into the podcast realm. Some of my favorite podcasts that I've been listening to over the past few years, including you guys. So, yeah, that that blew me away. You're, uh, I want to say, like the second or third person this month that has said they've listened all the way since the beginning, and it always mm-hmm. freaks me out because I'm like, 
you've known me for like three years now and I don't know you. So that's kind of creepy. I get it. You've heard all of our poop stories and all of that. I haven't heard one of yours, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. that private, but it's all good. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to us since the beginning is, I am very grateful because we were terrible in the, we're not that great now. But in the beginning, it was just a shit show. So thank you. We very much appreciate but, it. Yeah, yeah. But think about it, guys. You guys were, were started in 2020 when shit hit the fan. Nothing was going on. And I just needed to find some like-minded people who, you know, weren't crazy like the rest of the world. And, you know, there you guys are. That was the well, we're not, I mean, We're not crazy <laughs> like the rest of the world. We're just a little... little crazy in a different but, way. I like that. I was kind of wondering, since you said you listened since, since the beginning, what... What's one thing that uh, we said or did or anything that you would take umbrage with? Like, is there something you disagree with us on? No, no. That's creepy. I, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. What, I mean, caught, you know what I mean? Caught your eye or ear. Um, I remember finding it from a swap cast because I listened to, you know, tons of different podcasts leading up to 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, I just sort of found you guys and I dug how you guys had comedy sort of uh, mixed into it. And it was it was very light because some of the other podcasts I listened to were very, very heavy. And yeah. yours was like a nice little break. Hell that's- yeah, that's perfect. That's what we were going for because we were probably listening to the same podcasts you were. Mm-hmm. And they're good. They were amazing. And they helped us a lot. But we were like, we need to make this funny somehow because it's pretty sad. Kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, even sure. some of the darkest topics, which I try to work a fart or something in there just to it's like okay it's very serious child traffic and we get it how about this yeah we stay we stay light on those let's talk about covid and also dicks and also how many dead grandmas there are from covid and covid dick remember covid dick there's covid toes covid dick covid nipples there's all the things you could imagine that had covid had it including the animals covid dick and 19 nipples (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. All the, pro- all the propaganda, all the propaganda. All of it. Jeez. Um, <laughs> so you, we were talking a little before the show about how you had a crazy reincarnation story. So let's just start it off there because that sounds like a great way to start yeah. off. Okay. All right. When I got to I gotta put a little disclaimer here. I don't have memories from a past life. I'm not saying anything like that where I remember a past life and me doing X, Y, Z. Pretty much all I have is my memories... As a child, when my parents are telling me that I'm saying that I don't, I don't really remember just my behaviors. So we'll start it off. My first memory: I must have been about 18 months old, old enough to walk, but not really old enough to talk. I remember kind of just waking up and being kind of, you know, there in life, kind of animated. Like that was my first memory, my first moment. And I remember looking in the mirror, and I was kind of, kind of disturbed. I felt like somebody woke up from, you know with a bout of amnesia and I saw what, what I saw in the mirror, which was a child and it, it didn't sit right with me at all. I was very nervous. I remember seeing who was my mother doing dishes in the kitchen and I tried to get her attention. I was pulling on her old enough to walk, but not old enough to articulate any words or anything. Kind of just pulling on her. She kind of just, oh, you know, kind of just pushing me to the side. I said, I got to get her attention. This is crazy. And I was walking to this boss. And I remember when I was walking over to it, I felt like I was drunk or something. You know, I didn't have really full control of my of my body. It just felt everything felt off. Like I was either drugged or severely drunk. And I was trying to get to Were this cell wobbling over there. I mean, 18 months old, who knows? 
but I, I remember though, just going to that vase and getting it. And like, I remember it being really, really heavy and breaking it in front of her. But when I broke it, cause I wanted to get her attention. There's no, I couldn't speak. There's no other way. So I broke it, but I remember I landed on it and right under my, right under my chin, a scar, a piece of glass went in there or a piece of ceramic. So that was the first instance. That was my first memory. And kind of after that, I would black out and maybe a year would pass and I would be in another situation. Only I didn't have full control of my body. I was just kind of, I was just a spectator behind, behind just a shell, just kind of watching and kind of nodding off and waking up. And it'd be days later, weeks later, just being lucid enough for just a short little memory throughout the day. And that was about a year later after the first instance. And my parents would tell me as I got older, they said, yeah, you know, there's a spot where your father grew up. Every time we're going to go see his, his, um, his family, there was a cliff. We're on a mountain. There's a cliff. And I would tell them casually each time, this is where I died. I died over here. This is where I died. Each time we got to the spot, I would casually say it. I don't remember saying that. I really, I honest, honestly, I do not remember saying any of that. So you're like two and a half or under? I, I must have been, I must have been like three at this point. Okay. But not, I don't, I don't, I don't have any memory of it, but it was, and I said, I, gave, I started giving details. Each time we drove past it, I said, yeah, I died on my motorcycle, blah, blah, blah. You know, I fell off the cliff. And from my research in past lives, reincarnation, a lot of the times when people die, they, um, let's say they have a, a gunshot wound to the head or wherever they were injured where they died, they end up with sort of a birthmark there. Mm, and scar I, or a bruise looking thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have, I have a weird birthmark on my left inner thigh, which is right by the femoral artery. Who knows? I'm speculating here. That's how I could have died. Cause it's, it's the, the uh, diameter of a pipe, basically of a jagged pipe, you know? So I feel like maybe, maybe I could have, I could have died there. I don't know, but that's just my speculation. Did you ever do any research to see if someone actually had a motorcycle accident there and passed away at any point? I tried. This must have been the early 80s when this oh. happened. You know what I mean? If we are living a chronological life, this must have been in the early 80s. I'm, I was born mid-80s, so. Oh, the, the good old 80s, back before everything and everyone was live streamed all the time. And ha now we have. We'd have to go into the library and break out the microfiche. Just I mean, now we have like tons it. of hours of live streams of Ben eating his hands. So, I mean, where's the motorcycle wreck in the mid-80s? We should have that, too. <laughs> right? So, have you had any other weird things that have happened to you? Or is that the one that just stands out the most? Um, A few other weird things. Um, I would have... So, I had a dream about maybe a couple of years ago that was basically my trip up here. I was... I was in North Carolina at the time in the dream, and I remember I was at a mall, just a regular Galleria mall, you know what I mean? And I remember looking at the name of the mall, and it was Jeepers Mall, something along that effect, Jeepers. And when I woke up, that was a real mall that closed in like the 90s. Hmm. How I've never been to North Carolina in my entire life. How would I know? This closed, this, this was like a, you know, small town Galleria mall. And it closed in the mid-90s, but this place did exist. And I was looking at pictures, and it was a nice mall. And I, I remember from my dream, but that's pretty much that's pretty much it, you know? So then what? what is your opinion? Because then that kind of goes, you know, into the other thing of astral travel into other realities or even in this one with other people when you're dreaming. What is your overall take on that subject? 
for dreaming? I mean, I can only speculate at this point. I have no, I have no concrete evidence. Feel. You know what I mean? So, I, I do, I do realize though, in some of my, in some of my dreams, I have different memories. There's weird things that happen to me in my dreams, and um, I remember a year ago. Th this is the weirdest dream I've ever had in my entire life. It was a year ago, January 13th. I fell asleep January 12th. You know, so you know when you dream, you dream towards the morning. So my dream must have taken place January 13th. And um, I get transported in this crazy world. It was like a dilapidated city, debauchery, people, you know, doing all sorts of crazy shit in hot tubs on um, on rooftops. It, it was insane. Really being, I don't know where I was, but it was like a dirty city. It was like, you know, Oakland. like 2050. You know what I mean? It, it was like that scenario where, you know, everybody's either really rich or really poor. I'm walking around like, this is fucked up. And um, I, I went to this office and there, there was somebody there. There was there was a doctor and he was hooking up a, a human to a dog. I don't know what they were doing, but they were like wired somehow. And they were being hooked up to, I don't know, I can only speculate. But I get drawn to this grocery store and I go in there and it's my dead grandmother that I haven't. I knew her when I was, she died when I was 10 years old. I knew her as, as an old lady, you know, gray hair, everything. She was showing herself to me how my father remembered her when she was like in her thirties and she was younger and she had glasses on and she had like, like she was wearing a grocery store uniform because that's where she worked. She worked at a grocery store and she said, you're seeing me this way because this is how your father remembers me. So, you know, I wanted to let you know, this is really me. I've been visiting you in your dreams da, 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 for, you know, every time that this year around this time what i wanted to let you know this is the last time i'll be transcending and she's saying all, all sorts of weird shit just but it resonated all all of it she told me i was a chosen one i was like you know i, I but we weren't we weren't speaking we were like communicating telepathically and she told right. me i was a chosen one i got all happy and she's like yeah she's like relax come come on get your ego yeah get your ego in check calm down i was like okay and she's she just told me some warnings, how to get off this, how to get get out of this reincarnation cycle. And that was pretty much it. And then she kind of disintegrated like um, like the Avengers, you know, that shit, mm -hmm. you know, that effect. Like that was it. She disintegrated and I woke up. And the weirdest thing about that was I knew her birthday was in January, but I didn't know it was on that day, January 3rd. I hadn't, because she died when I was really young. I didn't know any details about her. So her birthday is January 13th, and that's when the dream took place. And she's told me that in the dream, she's been seeing me every year around this time. And so you found, you confirmed that detail of her birthday post this dream. Though. Post dream with, yeah, with my uncle. Did you me. feel, did you feel when you woke up like a headache, like an info dump? Like with some people describe having like an information download. And I know you said she was saying a lot of crazy shit. And uh, did you kind of, did you feel uh, maybe off or disconnected or, or trying to piece things together post the dream or like a normal day? Uh, I woke up with tears. I, sure. I felt, it felt good though. I mean, it didn't feel like, wow. And I, you know, it's it stuck in my mind and usually dreams, you, dreams kind of fade away yeah. throughout the day. But this one happened a year ago and I still remember it very vividly. So you don't remember anything up before that point, any other visitations from her or anything like that? No, no idea. Huh. No. What, what did she say about? Said. What did she say about how to escape the reincarnation cycle? Wait, before we get to that, that's a big one. I want to know: Did she look like pictures of her at that age? Like, had you ever seen pictures of her before that? Or 
I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I saw pictures, but I knew it was her. I knew just, just everything. It, it could have been, it could have been some, you know, extraterrestrial being pretending to be her, but it was, you know what I mean? It could have been that, but no, I, I felt it was her. Just, just everything. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to Jen's thing then. Yeah. What did, do you remember what she said about how to escape the reincarnation cycle? I mean, she wasn't specific. It was just vague, vague shit. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, don't be afraid. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, this is the last time you're going to see me. So they, they might use me to trick you into doing something, but just know that you'll never see me again because I've transcended. I have no idea what transcension means. She said, you'll, you know, they're going to trick you or, or your father or something into, into thinking that it's me, but it's not because I've transcended and I want you to transcend too. That's, Vegas shit. and why would they do that? I have no idea. Yeah, vague, vague instructions is all I got, and I was like, okay. It, it's weird though, because I always, I always hated that too. Like the story, not necessarily reincarnation stories, but any of those entity stories where people or the thing, whatever's talking to them, comes down and they're like, they told me all these things about the universe, and it's like, <laughs> what did they say? And they're like, love. That's it. Love. Yeah, right. It's like okay, Thanks. I get it, but. If if we can't understand the that dimension of language, then I get how it would have to be kind of condensed down to these. Uh, Can you imagine though trying to exp so? Okay, just say you're in the other the other realm, and you realize that every single thing you say, every so as the grandma, every single thing that I were to say to you would be heard by these other beings that I was transcending away from, possibly mm -hmm. that could come down to trick you. And I knew that I would have to be cryptic. It would be quite the conundrum to try to convey a message in the and be language, like, yeah. don't be afraid. Just don't go to the light. Like you'd have to be super vague so that those beings didn't come down and just go, you're going back. You can have another time around in the world. Have fun. Which I mean, yeah, if she was trying to, if she was trying to warn you and, you know, the finger snap, like you said, she dusted away. It might've been one of those things where yeah, exactly what Jen says. You have to be cryptic because if you guys are both sharing like a, a space, like this common space of consciousness, and you know she's saying to you like they might, they might, or they will, then yeah, it's a good possibility that she you know dropped some key words in there because another item that Joe has brought up is that a lot of times you'll you'll get people that say you know they had an NDE or uh, they went to a different dream realm, and they have this massive dump of information, this massive download, and people be like, what was it about? And they're like, well, I can't talk about it. And it's like, well, hold on a second. You're telling me that it's really important. So I've always tried to like see in the middle of that, and it, it's all hypothetical because a lot of this is stuff that I'm super new to. And it would be like, yeah, if if you really open up that possibility like Jen was talking about of, of, or like she was trying to warn you about of like some, some kind of evil trying to trick you later on. Um, yeah, yeah. I could understand that it would be, it would need to be coded in a way that maybe you don't understand now, but you also didn't know that her birthday was that day. And so it's one of those things where like maybe later on chosen one might mean something completely different to you 10 years from now. And that's going to register and go, oh my God, this is what my grandma was trying to tell me about. I need to go down this road in my life. I need to follow through this door or something. I think that, I think that's super fucking positive, man. 
that's actually I can interesting. Speculate. Like saying that it's saying that it's coded language because, like we always talk about dreams or psychedelic <laughs> trips, somebody can say something to you or something can happen in this dream or this experience that you can't describe to somebody else. The only thing you can do is say it with words that you know, like everything is love, but they you can't convey what actually happened. Like when your grandma said that to you, it was probably more of a uh, what is that telekinesis? No, that's moving shit with your mind. Uh, telepathic. Yeah, yeah, telepathically. That's how we were speaking. It's like, we weren't, we right. weren't so like, bring our mouths. Yeah. So like more than words, though. It was like a telepathic thing that you experienced that you can't really, you couldn't really say exactly what that was to anybody. You know, and you can just say the words that she said. I think that's how a lot of that realm is because it's like when you have a dream and you go to try to explain it to someone and you can't right. because you have a feeling and that feeling and that memory is what you have. And maybe you can remember experiences. I often do. But when I can't quite remember the experiences, the feeling is still there. It's like a husk of a dream, but I still have the feeling And that's the part you over. can't ever put in words. So like, there's this thing. The feeling. I was feeling a little, uh, you know, it, and that's why dreams are so boring to other people is because they didn't well, experience that feeling. Or And you're telling it and you're, you're picturing it and feeling it again in your mind. And you're like, don't you get it? But you can't like, explain no. it into a way that anyone else would understand. Jen, that's exactly, so when Lonnie was up here over the summer, he had a few nights there, especially in the earlier weeks of, like, he was having horrible dreams, some of which went all the way back to, like, when he was, like, three years old. And when I was talking to him about it, I was like, so, you know, maybe it's the things that you watched or played because some of this is scary imagery. And he goes, that's the thing, Dad. The images, like, what was happening in the dream isn't scary it was the feeling i couldn't get away from it was like that impending doom or claustrophobia where you wouldn't be upset at what you're seeing or in a regular dream where you feel like you have more movement he goes no it was like i couldn't move i couldn't will my that that sleep paralysis feeling and he was like that's what scares me is that I physically feel like I can't move, like I can't get away from it, and I'm like, yeah, that I, I've only ever had that happen a couple of times, and it's it's genuinely terrifying. Oh yeah, did you ever have any of that, the sleep paralysis stuff? Stuff years ago as a teenager, but that stopped. I know my sisters had it um, in their twenties, but for me, it kind of just it kind of just waned itself away. Yeah, I've only done that a couple, and it was when I was a kid, maybe two or three times, but every time it was the same fucking dream, and I've already said Scary. It, so whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it was freaky, especially being nine or however old I was, but. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to circle back, like Jen Saki, to the uh, the reincarnation thing. Uh, did you hear the one we did with Howdy McCoskey? McCoskey, not Mikowski. Uh, Refresh my memory. Uh, he talks about ending the reincarnation trap. His book's called Exit the Cave. And he kind of does like a Plato, Plato's allegory thing, but how to exit the cave. And he thinks it's a trap. And where do you stand on that with reincarnation? Do you think it's a, a trap that you have to escape? Or are we supposed to just keep coming back ad infinitum in ad um, whatever? I know I know. there's this one guy on Instagram that I follow. Um, I think his name is like RR Raw or something, but he's pretty spot on. I don't know if he's legit or not, you know, but I like what he's saying. And he's saying it's a trap. Other people are saying it's a trap. There's a lot of suffering. You know, like, yeah, there's a lot of suffering in this world, man. Just a lot of shit we got to deal with. So 
who knows? It could be it could be uh, something great for a lot of people, and it could be something shitty for the rest of us. But you know, Man, I, I really can't uh, say. Subjective, but yeah. How how do you outlook on it? Uh, a lot of people found kind of depressing because it's like, oh, it's like a prison planet idea where we're all just kind of here and forced to be here, and then we are forced to come back and do it all over again. And his kind of idea was that it was more of uh, how would you even condense that down? You're better at condensing stuff. I would have to listen to it again. He was just saying it was more like a battery where there's good and bad here and it's all designed to power something that we don't know about. But we don't have to go towards the light when we die. We can transcend, kind of like what your grandmother was saying in your dream, yeah. as long as we're prepared for what they throw at us. So he was saying you're going to have a life review. They're going to make you feel like crap. This is where the, so coming back to the chosen one thing, I can picture those powers that be kind of similar to what Howdy was saying saying you're not the chosen one you have to go back you have more to learn but you could say no i am the chosen one maybe that's your moment to shine and just walk through that door and say fuck you i'm not going back yeah yeah i, I think what she meant about that though was uh this is me speculating but the chosen one in my family who will listen to the message and be able to to spread it you know what i mean like i i don't think i'm anybody special or anything but you know i think that was that was her her reasoning and have you helped your family it, like listen With to what? like the bullshit from just like how did they handle the whole COVID thing? Uh, they said you live on the East Coast, and I know that <laughs> they're still, pretty crazy. Man, man they, they're fast asleep. They want to be asleep. I just, I, I tried. We had a huge struggle. I tried. It was, it was intense. They halfway woke up, and then they're like, "No, no, it's too scary. I want to go back." You know, and I'm just like. Yeah, I don't know if you heard any of the episodes. My parents did the same thing. They would tell me about Varus statistics, and then they were like, but did you get your second booster? And I'm like, I didn't even get one. What are you talking about? We were so- The whole thing's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's hard, but it is easier and more comfortable to stay asleep. Like in The Matrix, there's so many different you know, analogies for it, but people like to be asleep. It's way more comfortable to think this world is amazing and listen to the government because they love you and trust the science. That's very comfy. It's much more comfortable know, than saying, man. fuck all this, I'm going out on my own. I don't think it's comfortable anymore, but to first break out, it's pretty scary for some I think it's better on our side now. I think there's a lot of pain that goes into it, but I think just being able to have a grip on kind of what you believe is really going on, it's it's kind of freeing. You know what I mean? You don't fall for the bullshit. You don't fall for the propaganda. You can stay safe from that, and you can make the best decisions for yourself as long as you have all the best information. Yeah, well, it sucks because there's people that think they're out of the propaganda trap and it, everybody still falls for it at some point just because of, you know, like right after the COVID thing, the Ukraine thing happened and all of a sudden everybody stood with Ukraine. It was insane. We're like, do you, you're listening to the same people who just for the last two years told you about COVID and you were like, fuck that, it's bullshit. Oh, Ukraine. Yeah, I totally stand with Ukraine. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, ben, sorry, I cut you off. But yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think what it is is people just want to fit in and just do the new thing and just, uh, you know, here's my social media brownie points and social media rewards you for being a good follower. What do you think all those challenges are and all those yeah. TikTok dances? You're a good follower. You'll get your uh, you'll get your likes, you'll get your comments, and you'll get your little dopamine hits. And like anything else, it's rolling it over into the new thing. Like, no new trend, no new challenge, none of that lasts more than a couple of seconds, and it's at the top for a week, two weeks, 
there's very few things that stay long enough for like a a, a growing or delayed gratification. It's all yeah. instant. And the very next time, the very next day that falls off, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. And it just keeps these people constantly like, I got to do this new thing. I got to do this new thing. It's like those stupid building games that every couple of seconds at the beginning, you have way more to do than you can possibly. It just sucks you in. You got to collect this. You got to build this. You got to upgrade this. And the next thing you know, it gets boring. And you are either buying into it or you just don't play it anymore. Yeah, eight years later, you're, you're waiting 14 days for your town hall to max out on class. <laughs> and you're like, what am I doing with my life? I think people want to do those TikTok challenges, though, very similar to what you were saying. Uh, they want to do it because everyone else is doing it, like similar to getting their COVID shots and going along with that hive mind. They're like, oh, my gosh, look at this TikTok challenge. All these people are doing it. I want to do it, too. And they want to get their little like little dopamine hits, like you said. Their badge. But, well, it's. It's just a lack of individuality, a lack of free thinking where people don't have to do that. They could look at it and laugh and be like, that's cool. They have to do it, too. I want to be just like everyone else. Their whole idea behind wanting to do it is like and trying to be like you were saying, like, cool, is that it's it's not like most of the people that we know in this community. They're like, nah, it's cool to fuck that and be out on your own. They are all terrified in you know whatever status world they've built or whatever that they're going to be the loser they're going to be the moron if they don't do this it's classic peer pressure they're going to be a lame bump on a log or whatever and so they're like well i don't want to be that i don't want to be singled out for a negative reason let's go get all the jibbies meanwhile they're teaching their kids not to do drugs just because everyone else is doing them (laughs) yeah The that the peer pressure mechanism for control is everything. It's fear and peer pressure. I mean, when you're talking about people snitching on their neighbors in I can't, maybe Australia or some crazy place like that. China. Sorry, Australians. China uh, does it currently. Yeah, they. It's just this peer weird, and it's the same thing that went back to what Hitler did with the brown shirts and all that stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing new, but if, like you said, if you don't read history or the history we're given, at least, uh, then yeah. you are going to repeat it. So what was your, because uh, I saw in the, in the notes you sent me beforehand, what what was your whole experience during that time of the COVID and like when it first started versus now? All right. So I started to, uh, to really research and wake up uh, about seven years ago. So really researching, listening to alternative media. And you can kind of see things falling into place and you can kind of see something's about to happen and you're kind of, it it made me fucking crazy because I'm like, this is all bullshit, guys. Come on, what are you doing? This is, everyone's like, whoa, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this whole thing was just nuts and I'm just, I'm just, I was losing my mind because I I knew, I knew it was mostly propaganda. I knew it was like a little bit of reality mixed in. Like I, I, I kind of studied how it's done and I'm just like trying to warn everybody. Some people are trying to listen, but most of the people are, you know, I had family threaten me like, like what you're saying is dangerous because I took it upon myself at that point. Cause I, I never posted anything along those lines on my page, What I felt that this is like the moment this has gone way too far. We got to fight now or else we're screwed forever. So, you know, obviously it's an information war. So just putting out you know, drops of this and old videos of this person speaking who's pretending to be a good guy, you know what I mean? Like like this day and age, but 30 years ago, he did some shady shit. He's admitting yeah. it, you know, videos like that just to wake people up. And 
people didn't apologize to me. They didn't say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you nothing, just... Did you, did you fall into the classic, uh, it's almost like the five stages, rapid five stages of guilt, but it's, it's the third eye opening where you're, it's like, bink, it goes on, clarity comes in in a moment and you go, holy shit. And the next thing you know, you feel free. And right after that, you're absolutely infuriated where it's like, oh my gosh, I know the truth. Holy fuck. Nobody's going to believe me. (laughs) Um... I mean, I, I really, I really can't say, but just the whole experience going through that was just nuts, man. Just, just knowing in my heart what I knew and you trying to, like, oh, of course, of course, because nobody's listening. How many people? You know? how many people did you have around you who were on the same page as you? Oh, slim, slim. I had to. Just being uh, on the East Coast, I know, like, yeah, there's not many. I had to reach out to people online, you know what I mean? Listening to podcasts like yours and other people's, just connecting with different people, you know, on, on Instagram. I remember when I had this group and like this one girl was from like England and just people all over the world. They're like, yo, this is bullshit. And we just had like this group and we do like, we do like a, a FaceTime chat with everybody and just to check in or like we text back and forth because I really, you really felt alone during that time. You know, if you didn't think the status quo, you didn't go along with it. And the whole thing was just, especially on the East Coast, like the whole thing was just, it was just madness. You had to, you know, when it get time to uh, walking in restaurants, you got to walk in with a mask on. Then you take, you do this whole ritual. This whole, this whole thing was absolute garbage. And I'm, everyone was just playing along because they're scared and they want to fit in. It was just so pathetic to me because you kind of take, you kind of take stock of who you can trust and who you can't in those moments. And you're like, yeah, hey, I don't, I don't want to fuck with you. You did all this. You knew, you knew it was crap and you just did it anyways. Like, I don't know. Well, the way yeah, I say is that, good. No, God. It's crazy because both sides now, and it, it sucks because the people that it's it. We've talked about it before. There's now three camps. It's not awake and not awake. You have a lot of these people that it. it they might be awake mentally or logically, but it's become really divided into these two major camps, and they follow it like a religion. And we've talked about this where like when information started coming out where you could see it and go, you know what? I think they were lying. And you start you start to understand that we've been lied to. And the next thing you know, they've infiltrated that exact other side. And now they're feeding you all of the stuff that they want you to know that's opposite that to make you feel like you're now knowing the truth from all these lies when really it's just controlled opposition. And now you have a lot of people that they kind of shifted over to that side and now they're going, wait a second, I think you're doing the same thing too. And they're in the middle and now that's the third camp is that for a lot of these people that are are awake, the worst part about it is that this, I don't want to say side, but the information that they were getting that they felt like was bringing them clarity is now pushing them away by doing the same exact thing as, as the mainstream of media. Yeah. And uh, it ends up being this, I don't trust any of y'all, including people that were awake, that you felt were awake. Yeah. They've, they've gone too far down the rabbit hole on the other side of that. And now it's like, fuck, I can't talk to any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they went so far down the fucking rabbit hole, they ended up in China. Yeah, yeah. China, China, China. I almost got the button right. God damn it. 
Uh, no, you see what they're you see what they're saying now in in the uh, in, in the mainstream news that there's some uh, Chinese uh, balloon that's that's uh, hovering yeah. over. Yeah, I can't I can't they're, hear it. But they're just care. letting it go. They're just letting it go. They're just watching it. Just because Biden was like, it. they're like, we're not going to take it down because there could be civilian civilian casualties. Like they give an actual fuck about civilian casualties. They're just going to let it go because it's uh-huh. probably just um analyzing it was probably a science balloon and it's probably just off course no big deal we're just gonna let it go across the united states and just keep a good eye on it they just asked why are they they telling us this i don't know they asked biden about it and he was just like and we're like okay thank you biden thank you for that Yeah, biden didn't say shit about it the news said that biden said stuff about it but he did not even know how's going on how fucking ironic is that he'll threaten his own citizens that with f-15s and nukes if they have a gun but China decides to throw a fucking balloon over us, and he's like, oh, it's fine. It was uh, the New Year's birthday party. They let go of one. Like, that's uh, that's all he's going to fucking do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that was that's, that's the newest story of the day, the newest thing. And like we were talking about earlier, I kind of wait now. Uh, whenever there's a big uproar about whatever, I kind of wait about mm-hmm. two or three days to see if that's still a thing, and then I'll make a meme about it. Because I'm like, you know what? Now, now it's funny. Now's the time. But and whenever I see all these different things coming out about the newest thing and it floods your feed, you know what I'm talking about. It's just like everywhere you go, it's the newest thing that's happening that day. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Don't that's, care. Somebody, guy got something. You remember, remember the 90s? They had asteroids every every couple of months, every couple of years. Asteroids both ahead. Be careful. Yeah. It's the same shit. Same nonsense. Same playbook. You know, just the sphere porn. It's, it's a really good point, though, Joe, that you just brought up that I just thought about. It, we've gotten so... Again, slow boiling frog. We've gotten so slowly conditioned to the fact that you said you'll wait, you know, th- a couple of days to see how the story changes. Do you know how fucking bananas it is that in those couple of days it will change that much? I'm sorry, that's not real life. It used to be that something happened and they would actually tell us, we don't know what the fuck is going on. So when we have more information, we'll tell you. And it would be a, maybe a couple of weeks or even a couple of months. Like I'm thinking of like, you know, murder cases or whatever, or uh, a country in a different part of the world that might be up to something. It used to be that we had to wait for information, but now it's like, you know, if you see something on social media of something that happened that day, just wait, wait two hours, wait one day, and they'll immediately have this like full investigation open for you to read as to what their findings were. And I'm like, I'm sorry, technology or not, shit does not move that fast. And then Two days later, it's no, some script writer in the following that. day an explanation. But most people don't care about that. They just so the powers that be that are writing these stories are pretending that they know what's going on. They just want to uh, give this false impression that they know everything so that when they give right. us advice on what kind of shots we should be putting into our bodies every single year, we should listen because they know everything. They're always right. They have all of the information very quickly. Come on, you guys. Don't you know CNN? They know it all. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, but that's the the mindset is that they want people, the people who are sheep that are going to trust them are going to be like, well, they knew all about how COVID was going to go and they know what's best for me. So they must know what's really happening with this story. Well, it's gross. Once your eyes are open, you can't close them again. You can't, You'll never it. look at the news the same again. You can't. You got to be in denial at this point if you, if you believe this and, and the shit still. You got to be in denial. First of all, this. 
Well, dude, like Ben was saying, uh, news doesn't move that fast. No, script writers do, and now AI does. Yeah. And they can they can write up all kinds of shit and be like, oh, what happened over there? Uh, AI, tell us what happened in Russia versus Ukraine. AI's like, there you go. How's that sound? And the script writers are like, <laughs> perfect. Put it on CNN immediately. But uh, I know, dude. You did learn a day or two ago that uh, Biden is ending COVID in May. So thank you, Biden, for ending COVID because we couldn't have done it without you. Where's your home? Finally. Thank you. I, it's funny because, you know, the whole world's going to listen to that. They're like, oh, Biden said that it's over. Yeah, it's over, guys. Uh, feel free. It, it's right back to the way it was. He said it was over. It's no longer all over the air in surfaces for 12 to 24 hours. The Omnidelticron, it, it doesn't matter. It's gone. He said it was gone. It's gone. Go uh, back to real life, Gilbert, thumb. because because we spoke out against this, because we fought against this. I agree. It's over. New York City, when they had that mandates, when they had those fake mandates going on, people were protesting, and the news, mainstream news lied and said it was a different kind of protest. It was, oh, yeah, yeah. But I was watching live on Instagram, because I, like I don't like to get myself involved in uh, and the street nonsense, but you know, I was watching live from people that I knew on Instagram, and it was just saying my body, my choice, da 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 da, back and forth with the signs and the news. They took that and they said, "Oh, they're they're protesting the death of somebody." And uh... okay, well, they did. Washington posted that thing right when, uh, because twenty twenty was the election year, and it was also the uh, riots and everything that happened. Right, I'll never forget this. Somebody took a screenshot of it one hour or uh, at some point in the day doesn't matter the hour they posted thousands brave the streets despite covid to stand up for what they believe in right three hours later literally the next drop on their website for an article was um thousands defy covid restrictions and uh and urges to stay indoor to go to Trump rally. Somebody took a fucking screenshot of it, and they're like, so hold on a second. So what you're telling me is that thousands of people are doing the same shit, but one of them's evil, and the other one's not. Almost immediately, the spread like wildfire in the Washington Post was like, yeah, we better take one of those down. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you got, like, who, the fucking writer at Washington Post is like, did you not look at your last fucking article? Even they got to maintain some that level of credibility, those people. Just a little tiny sliver. When it's slipping away, they got to grab it right back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but good for Just people for calling it out. Because if people didn't oh, yeah. call it out, they would continue with the confusion. They would put two different stories out all the time to create confusion. Because most people don't say anything. But when a group of people like our little community rises up and says, hey, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Then they're like, oh, fuck. They either double down, which is my favorite. When the news doubles down and is like, the conspiracy community is crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, we're getting them now. Because you can tell as soon as that happens, because if they didn't give a shit, they wouldn't give a shit. What do you do when someone says something to you that you know is fake? You're like, cool, have a good day, please. Like, nobody cares. When somebody says you're crazy, I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No, no, I'm just saying if you were to say something like, I think purple is red and this is whatever it doesn't matter you could say whatever nonsense you want people would just not pay attention especially people in positions of power they wouldn't give a shit they wouldn't mention you they wouldn't mention your community they wouldn't specifically demonize you in news broadcasts if you weren't really onto something well and they 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 tow a very fine line with that so like 
I swear to God, there's like a counter of how many times people have posted on something that they haven't reported on yet. So like a, a shitload of people will be talking about a new conspiracy, right? The news won't say anything about it until that cry hits a certain octave. Now they're in a position because they could say, we don't want them talking about this. We're not going to report on it. But at some point, we're going to call even the other side of the aisle. We'll call them out for not addressing this when it's being screamed so loud. So then they get on there and they'll address it, but they'll obviously either poo-poo it or call it a conspiracy because now they can't be guilty of not addressing something that is supposedly bullshit, but they also won't let it get any louder because now they're in fear of the of the retaliation of that I- ideology. So it's like <clears throat> whether people are talking about the jibbies or they're talking about uh, China or Ukraine or what the fuck ever, it's like, there are certain things that they have to address <clears throat> because then they're going to get shit on for not addressing something that is clearly becoming a big issue, but they don't want to give it airtime and they also don't want to outright lie. So they're like, oh, we have some, a very small group of extremists, wink, wink, who think this, that, and the other, and there we go, we reported on it. Now you can't say we didn't address it. And it's like- The only reason they don't want to lie, don't, don't mean to cut you off, but the only reason they don't want to lie is because they fucking can't in that situation. They can lie in every other situation. I have to say this too really quick. I just thought about what you were talking, Jen. You were actually right. And I 100% did not think that you would be. When all of this first started going down, we started the podcast. And I think it was the September 11th show in 2020 that we did with uh, Dangerous World and a bunch of those other people, right? Um, And you've you've been saying this for basically the whole time. You haven't gone away from it. Was the idea that you were like, but we have to keep believing that we're doing something. I do think that uh, it'll work and, you know, we can't be black-pilled in all of this. By the time that we got into early 21, when it came to all this shit, my head was had been cracked so wide the fuck open that at that point I was like, you know what? I don't care. Let it fucking burn. I don't give a shit. And so the truth, I don't think it's going to get better. I think it's going to get so much worse. And now, three years later, I wouldn't say that it's a lot better. But I do think that you were right. People push back and I like uh, CP just mentioned, it's one of those, we did push back to such a level that now the fucking president, the other side president is now saying COVID's over. Like, obviously the whole thing was a shambles. Everybody's been talking about that and we called it out every step of the way of, hey, so first you guys said it would immunize you. Then you said it wouldn't hospitalize you. Then you said it wouldn't cause you death. Then you said it wouldn't spread. All of which, within a couple of weeks, they took back, oh, get another booster and that'll work it. All of it ended up having to be backpedaled to such a point that now they're just all, well, I guess it's over. Nobody's fucking giving a shit. Now they're doing investigations to see which shots give you strokes. They're doing that now. That's in mainstream media now. Here's a spoiler alert. Uh, mRNA shots. That's what they do. That, that's, their, that's their game plan, though. You know what I mean? Right. They, uh, they squeeze the fruit until there's nothing left, and then they go to the other side, just like with the opioid epidemic. They were doing, uh, um, you know, then they were doing the, uh, the opioids, then they were doing the treatment for it. So it's a drug war. It's the drug look. war. That's what it is. Um, I know I do have a question for you, uh, switching gears. What is probably uh, your most entertaining or maybe passionate conspiracy 
that kind of really sticks in your mind it when you just think of man fuck this world <laughs> I, like the what's most... the number one light bulb okay wait the num- you got to categorize that real quick though is it the most captivating one the most interesting one or the most believable no, i was trying to or or the most obviously unbelievable thing that's happened we'll go with that <laughs> so pick a category uh no, yeah, because you you were saying the the craziest conspiracy or whatever, but like, in what category? Like, we could go JFK to nine eleven, whichever one you want, buddy. Okay, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one I want to be true really bad. Mm. You know, and, and again, I am only speculating. I don't have any evidence. There's no way any of us in this realm, this earth, are gonna ever you know figure it out. But what's beyond Antarctica, mm. the ice wall? Is there more land out there? Is there more suns? Is that how our Earth really is? Is there an higher republic like uh, Admiral Byrd said there was? All that crazy shit. I think that would be insane. But of course, regular people like us, we don't, you know, we're not allowed to Antarctica. We're not allowed to, to, to go and explore. We're not allowed to go over the ice wall. We're not allowed to check it out. You know, there's no way we could ever figure this out. But that would be crazy. Fuck yeah. Our, I would our have world, what we are on. We've been lied to this whole time, and everything is just, that'd be something else. Yeah, I would have to agree. That's one of my favorites is the Antarctica thing. As far as, there's no way to figure that one out either, unless you're really rich. And, I mean, I'm talking rich, like, to buy off countries. And but that's what I was going to say. Billionaire, billionaire. Yeah, it's not just like, oh, I made $2 million last year. Now it's not enough to get to Antarctica. Fuck no. Unless you just want to see penguins. Because that's all there is down there. <laughs> Can you imagine just breaking away, like going on the expedition? You pay 10 grand. All right, this is my fantasy because this is the um, most amount of money I would be able to raise to go to Antarctica. I don't have trillions. But you pay the 10 grand for the expedition, right? And then you go, you get it kind of far in. You, I'm sure you'll have like a fake map or whatever. And then you just start running for the center because who's going to stop you in front of all of the other people on the expedition, right? Like they're not. They're not going to shoot you right there. And that's how we lost. Fuck yeah. They're going to kill the rest of the people that are there with you. And they're going to say that the boat capsized. I don't give a fuck about those people. I'm still running. I'm going to try. <laughs> well, I'm not going with so, anybody I know. I'll go by myself. I'll leave you guys home. That makes me think, though, that how many people have tried that? Yeah. Or something similar. And they either cover it up completely to where we don't even know they tried, or it's like, oh, a fishing vessel capsized right, you, in the Antarctica. You rabbit holes you go down. Yeah. How many people have died my, in Antarctica? My fantasy with that one is, yeah, we'll just go hard wild. Fuck it. Uh, my fantasy with that one is being an F-22 fighter pilot, the hardest fifth generation fighter to get a hold of by other aircraft, as well as... Uh, one of the fastest when talking about jets also has a massive payload and can fuck virtually anything else up. I want to just like midair refuel with extra fuel tanks and go, I don't know where I'm going, but I want to fly as much of it as I can. And I swear to God, if I see some fucking mammoth, I'm blowing that shit up and I'm going to, I don't, I don't know, get some on my wings or something like that. I don't know, but I, I want, that would be so fucking badass or maybe, you know, fly into the center. I don't know. Maybe it'd come out the other side and be like, oh, fuck. For anybody who's not familiar with Ben and his giant military boner. You have a massive erection. <laughs> yes, you do. It's a massive boner from boner. Uh, uh, military stuff and flying F-22s. I, I can't disagree, though. If you found a mammoth, you could uh, camp out on its insides for the night, you know, like on Star Wars. 
Hang out. out. Nice and warm. I might just knock what come do you back. Yeah. What do you, dude, CP, what do you actually think is down there though? Like in your heart of hearts, in your grandmother's words, like what do you think is down there? I don't know, man. I have no idea. You know, we can only speculate at that point at this point, but it would be cool if there was another world out there. Yeah, I think there is. To some degree, to some definition, there is a different world down there. There's no reason for all the people to be down there all the time guarding it if there wasn't something crazy. Yeah, there's no reason for uh, that fishing boat that was just a little too close to be warned by through ships. Like, that's ever. insane. It's all suspicious, all of it. Or having having U.S. Navy ships in accordance with other countries protecting the Antarctic wall not anywhere near America. That's just the one. It's not just me. other countries. It's like sixty or something. There's a crazy amount. Of I know. Sign this. That's probably why they're so worried about climate change because it's going to melt and just reveal this whole other world, and then we'll be like, Ah, oh, you Atlantis is going to thaw. Yeah. So you you say okay, that's climate the change one that you want to be true. What yeah. is what is one that goes against the official narrative that you actually believe is true? What do you mean? Give me some. Give me some. Um, like we didn't go to the moon. Oh um, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I but I'm, I'm letting you pick. There's so many. The <laughs> <laughs> rabbit hole in itself, man. There are so many. Well, show me, Alice. Yeah, I mean, as far as the uh, the moon landing goes, I mean, the, the the footage is bogus. Everybody watched it from a screen. You know, I mean, all these events, people people aren't there. They watch it from a screen. I don't know. The whole thing is suspect. Everything that's happened, you know, in our recent history is all suspect. Every major event is all, the official narrative is always suspect. You know, I don't know what the truth is, but I know that we're being lied to, to a certain extent. Now, you did say recent history. Do you think, and this is an honest question, because if you listen to though, you know, I'm stuck on like 1890 as like this pivotal moment in our recent history of when everything really started to change. And it's a conglomeration eating the meat and spitting out the bones of a shitload of conspiracies that all seem to have these dots connecting, at least in my fucked up head. So is there a, is there a specific time frame, even generally, that you feel like before that can be trusted or when it really started to shift when you say recent? None of it can be trusted. The only reason why I say recent is because we can go back and see video. We can go back and sort of... Uh, Oh, it's ver- talk to, verifiably bullshit. Talk to people. Talk to people that were alive during that period. We could do that. But as far as like a hundred years ago, there's they could have made it all up. They could have made everything up. They, they, this could have been just one big giant story. You know, I have no idea. Yeah, and they say Photoshop wasn't around back then. I would disagree. I, I bet they could take different twigs and leaves and make different pictures look different and then just take a picture all, all of it were drawings all of it you know the 1700s there's all drawings there's mm-hmm. great artists back then way before ai yeah yes yeah, so. yeah let, you can't you can't forget though when we landed on the moon the president called them from a landline bullshit oh it, all things suspect man <laughs> how, how yeah. again everything who the fuck who the fuck filmed and panned up when they supposedly took back off from the moon to go to earth who the fuck handed that camera? You're telling me they had the camera guy was there first. The camera guy was there first. Yeah. You're going to tell me that they had the robotics or they had the ability remotely to pan that camera. Also, we can't even fucking barely stream across the, the world right now. 
And you're going to tell me that they fucking live streamed from the moon and not- I'm telling you, man, what landed on the moon was a tent on sticks, man. That's right. So you look at that. You look at the pictures, man. That's what it was. A tent on fucking sticks. We just talked about this the other day. Every time I see it, it's more funny because I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, the cameraman on the moon that panned up was obviously our uh, space brothers that are up there for our benefit. And they're going to come save us from the uh, black hats and That's what they do to people who run away from Antarctic expeditions. They're like, dude, you're going to the moon. You're going to stand there. Every time we land, just hold this. And they just turn into these these golem like characters after like 10 years. (laughs) How do we know that if you go to the, how do we, how do we know that if you don't go to the center of the earth after you get over the Arctic wall that you just don't pop out in the moon? And that's how they did it from a portal. Oh, now we're doing portal talk, but that can wait. We're going to let dude go because it is late where he is and he's normally in bed right now. But dude, tell us where, thank you so much for coming on, first of all, and thanks for listening. That's yeah, thank amazing you. and creepy. Of course. Of course. It. It's not creepy at all. It's awesome. Yeah. We're, uh, tell, her, tell everybody where they can find your work, services, or anything else you want people to know about. All right. Well, uh, on Instagram, I am CP underscore cinema or at CP underscore cinema. My website is www.cp-cinema.com and YouTube, I am CP-cinema. I do films, commercials, pretty much everything. It's my passion. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much. Thanks everybody in the Rockfin chat. And like I said, if you want ad-free experience, Rockfin, that's all I got. Oh, I I pushed the button, but happy birthday, Jen, tomorrow. We're to the banking. Happy birthday. All right. Yeah. Great night. Have a good one.